Welcome to the Dr. Montiel Podcast. This is episode 72. We are in uh, the beginning of April. It's a beautiful day here in New York. I mean, it couldn't be a better spring day. Um, and we're like Passover and Easter season. So happy Passover, happy Easter to all who are celebrating and observing those holidays. And uh, <laughs> this week, I actually have something quite interesting to talk about. So my biller, um, his name is Terry Santer. He runs a billing company here in New York City that a lot of dermatologists and ophthalmologists use. And he's a uh, a great resource of information, and he actually sent me this article yesterday that has had my blood boiling. So I actually want to share it with you guys. Um, but before I do, just a little uh, to kind of give you a little bit of background. So I'm sure you know AI is taking over. Everyone's using AI, and um, a couple of weeks ago, I actually started messing around a little bit with ChatGPT just to see what it was all about. My kids actually kind of—I mean, I knew about it, and I read about it, but I never used it. Didn't really know much about it. But my kids, who are 15, 13, and 11 were telling me how like kids are using it in school and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you know, I read some articles also about how like college students and even law students and, you know, graduate students were using ChatGPT. So I went around, I went on it on a Friday you know, before I started seeing patients and I was messing around with it and it's actually was quite amazing. I was like mesmerized by how crazy uh, ChatGPT is and how like advanced artificial intelligence is. But, you know, there's been so much out there about, you know, how artificial intelligence in the wrong hands or used in the wrong way can have you know all of these nefarious results. And um, serendipitously, my biller Terry sent me this article. So I'm actually gonna share it with you and um, I'm gonna read parts of it. I kind of highlighted this parts of this article and, um, and I will add some commentary. Um, so here goes. And this is basically how, well, you know, you all know that I'm not a big fan of health insurance companies. They're literally the most evil, horrible, deplorable, um, self-interested, uh, just toxic companies that exist. And this article basically sums up why and, and actually highlights how artificial intelligence in evil hands, like the hands of private health insurers, can really have horrible outcomes for patients. So here we go. So this article... Um, um, God, where was it actually from? ProRepublic, I think it was the name of the, was the source of this article. Um, so the, article, the title of the article is How Cigna Saves Millions by Having Its Doctors Reject Claims Without Reading Them. Internal documents and former company executives reveal how Cigna doctors reject patients' claims without opening their files. We literally click and submit, one former company doctor said. Now, before I go on, if you're a doctor and you work for a health insurance company and like you know denying claims and reviewing claims, you should be ashamed of yourself. I mean, what doctor is in the business not to take care of patients and do the best they can for patients? These doctors, the doctors that work for these insurance companies are absolute sellouts. I mean, they shouldn't even call themselves doctors because their whole goal is to make the insurance companies, you know, preserve their profit and deny patients access to care and deny doctors for getting reimbursed for providing care. They are no doctors. They are on the dark side, and um, it's shameful that they even call themselves doctors. But going on, okay. Here goes the article. When a stubborn pain in Nick Van Terhaden's bones would not subside, his doctor had a hunch what was wrong. Without enough vitamin D in the blood, the body will pull that vital nutrient from the bones. Left untreated, a vitamin D deficiency can lead to osteoporosis. A blood test in the fall of 2021 confirmed the doctor's diagnosis, and Van Terhaden expected his company's insurance plan, managed by Cigna, 
to cover the cost of the blood work. Instead, Cigna sent Vanter Hayden a letter explaining that it would not pay for the $350 test because it was not medically necessary. Now, this is like a big thing these days with health insurance companies. They don't pay for vitamin D tests. It actually makes absolutely no sense. But something about the denial letter did not sit well with Van Hayden, a 58-year-old Maryland resident. This was a clinical decision being second-guessed by someone with no knowledge of me, said Van Hayden, a physician himself and a specialist who had worked in emergency care in the United Kingdom. The vague wording made Van Hayden suspect that Dr. Cheryl Dopke, the medical director who signed it, had not taken much care with his case. Van Hayden was right to be suspicious. His claim was just one of roughly 60,000, 60,000, that Dopke denied in a single month, 60,000 cases in a single month that were denied last year, according to internal signal records revealed by ProPublica and the Capital Forum. The rejection of Van Hayden's claim was typical for Cigna, one of the country's largest insurers. The company has built a system that allows its doctors to instantly reject a claim on medical grounds without opening the patient file, leaving people with unexpected bills, according to corporate documents and interviews with former Cigna officials. Over a period of two months last year, Cigna doctors denied over 300,000 requests for payments using this method, spending an average of 1.2 seconds on each case, the documents show. The company has reported it covers or administers healthcare plans for 18 million people. Now, if your blood's not boiling after that, I don't know what's going to get you all riled up because this is some crazy shit. I cannot believe this. Before health insurers reject claims for medical reasons, company doctors must review them according to insurance laws and regulations in many states. Medical directors are expected to examine patient records, review coverage policies, and use their expertise to decide whether to approve or deny claims, regulators said. This process helps avoid unfair denials. Makes sense. But the Cigna review system that blocked Vanter Hayden's claim bypasses those steps. Medical directors do not see any patient records or put their medical judgment to use, said former company employees familiar with the system. Instead, a computer does the work. A Cigna algorithm, AI, flags mismatches between diagnoses and what the company considers acceptable tests and procedures for those ailments. Company doctors then sign off on the denials in batches, according to interviews with former employees who spoke on condition of anonymity. We literally click and submit, one former Cigna doctor said. It takes all of 10 seconds to do 50 at a time. Now, that is insanity. First of all, we literally click and submit, one former Cigna doctor said. This person is not a doctor. You know, they're just, uh, I, I don't know what their title should be, but they're basically on the dark side, an admin working for a horrible institution like Cigna. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a case that, or there was a patient that I, you know, uh, shared with you guys a while back. It was a woman who was pregnant who had a rash that there were very few ways to treat this particular rash safely in pregnancy. And one of them is using something called phototherapy, which is like the most homeopathic safe treatment in the right setting. Now, I I, I uh, checked this patient's benefits with their insurance company, Fidelis, which is a crap insurance company. But I checked it with Fidelis. And the denial letter I got back said, they were denying this patient's care, you know, this particular treatment, phototherapy, because I couldn't demonstrate that the patient was not pregnant. Yeah, no shit. I'm going I'm to pursue this treatment because it's a pregnant patient, and this is a safe treatment for a patient who is pregnant. But because she's pregnant, I can't treat her. I was, she was denied care because she's not not pregnant. 
makes no sense. Anyways, that's the type of stuff that all insurers do. I, you know, this article really highlights how Cigna uh, employs this crazy um, practice, which is really just totally immoral. Um, but I'm going to go on. All right. So Cigna said its review system was created to accelerate payment of claims for certain routine screenings. Accelerate payment for claims. Cigna wrote, this allows us to automatically approve claims when they are submitted with the correct codes, of course. Cigna's explanation that its review system was designed to approve claims didn't make sense to one former company executive. They were paying all these claims before, then they weren't, said Ron Harrigan, who now runs a company that helps private doctors in disputes with insurance companies. You're talking about a system built to deny claims. Cigna emphasized that its system does not prevent a patient from receiving care. It only decides when the insurer won't pay. Reviews occur after the service has been provided to the patient and does not result in any denials of care, the statement tells. Oh, wow. Okay, so as I've mentioned to you guys in the past, you know, when a doctor, when I see a patient, see the patient, I treat the patient, I may do a surgical procedure or something else, uh, prescribe the medications, do some blood tests, etc. Then I submit my claim to Cigna. So insurance companies, the way it works, and I've explained this many times, we all put our money into the pool, right? We're all paying our premiums. We pay our premiums, pay our premiums, pay our premiums. The way insurance companies make money is they sit on that pile of cash and they invest it in other things that generate interest or uh, dividends, et cetera. So, you know, they're growing that pile of money. And the longer they can hold on to that pile of money, the more money they make. So, you know, we've already done the work. I've seen the patient, treated the patient, cured the patient. A month later, Cigna will say, oh, you know what, can you send us uh, your notes to review? We know we just want to make sure, you know, that you did everything right. We send our notes. Then, you know, a month later, we'll, they'll, I'll get another request. Can you send our notes for review, even though we already sent the notes? But Signal will say, oh, no, no, we, last, we lost those notes that were faxed. That's the wrong number. So send the notes again. Then another month goes by. We send the notes again. Then they review the claim, and then they pay us. So instead of paying us, you know, right after I see the patient, of course, no doctor gets paid at the time of service, they pay us months and months later. Or they'll say, oh, you know what? Yeah, you know, we're not going to pay you for this one um, because some bullshit reason. So... They make their money by holding on to the cash. And really, insurance companies, while you're healthy and you're not using your insurance, they love when you're you know, just paying your premium month to month to month. You're paying your premium. Like I pay my premium. I you know, pay like $40,000 for my family's health insurance plan for the year. Um, and I have like a $10,000 deductible. So if I use my health insurance, I still have to pay you know, out of pocket in addition to that $40,000 I'm already paying. But the second someone gets sick, if someone gets really, really sick, then insurance companies actually want you to die as fast as possible because they have to shell out all this money for your health care. So while you're alive, they love you, and you're healthy, they love you, you know, you're paying your premiums. But the second you get sick and you start costing them money, they actually wish death upon you. That's all these insurance companies, United, Aetna, Cigna, Fidelis, they're all bullshit. They don't give a shit about you as a patient. They don't give a shit about me as a doctor. All they care about is maximizing their bottom line. So I'm going to go on. All right. So the, the system they use is called PXDX. It's like an, uh, an acronym for like procedure to diagnosis. Um, so Cigna's review system was developed more than a decade ago by a former pediatrician. This guy's a sellout. After leaving his practice, Dr. Alan Muni... I mean, Jesus, Dr. Alan Muni, you really went to the dark side. Spent the next several decades advising insurers and private equity firms on how to wring savings out of health plans. I mean, Jesus. This guy, I guarantee you, was a failed practitioner. He sucked at being a doctor, taking care of his patients. I don't know him, for, I don't know him at all. I'm speculating. 
and maybe he was a great doctor, but by and large, these doctors that go across over the dark side were shitty clinicians, couldn't hack it, taking care of patients, and they go start working for these insurance companies and you know harassing their colleagues. It's craziness. Anyways, Dr. Muni, not a good guy. In 2010, Muni was managing health insurance for companies owned by Blackstone, the private equity firm, when Cigna tapped him to help, him, to help spot savings in its operation, he said. For low-dollar claims, it was cheaper for Cigna to simply pay the bill, Muni said. They didn't want to spend money to review a whole bunch of stuff that costs more to review than it does to just pay for it, Muni said. Muni and his team had solved the problem once before. At United Healthcare, where Muni was an executive, he said his group built a similar system to let its doctors quickly deny claims in bulk. At Cigna, Muni and his team created a list of tests and procedures approved for use with certain illnesses. The system would automatically turn down payment for a treatment that didn't match one of the conditions on the list. Denials were then sent to medical directors who would reject these claims with no review of the patient file. Wow, this guy thinks he's so proud of himself, you know, for just developing this, uh, you know, diabolical system. Cigna eventually designates the list PXDX, corporate shorthand for procedure to diagnosis. The list saved money in two ways. It allowed Cigna to begin turning down claims that it had once paid, and it made it cheaper to turn down claims because the company's doctors never had to open a file or conduct any in-depth review. They simply denied the claims in bulk with an electronic signature. The PDX stuff is not reviewed by a doc or a nurse or anything like that, Muni said. That adds administrative expense to medicine, he said. It's not efficient. But two former Cigna doctors who did not want to be identified by name for fear of breaking confidentiality agreements with Cigna uh, said the system was unfair to patients. No shit. They said the claims automatically rooted for denial lacked such basic information as race and gender. So they're basically just looking for any way to deny payment of claims. And this brilliant uh, strategy was put in place by a doctor. I mean, he should be a former doctor. They should take his MD away from him, this guy. This guy, Muni. I mean, it's really just shameful. Medicare and Medicaid have a system that automatically prevents improper payment of claims that are wrongly coded. It does not reject payment on medical grounds. Within the world of private insurance, Muni is certain that the PXDX formula has boosted the corporate bottom line. It has undoubtedly saved billions of dollars, he said. Wow, Muni is such a great company guy. Speedy reviews. Cigna carefully tracks how many patient claims its medical directors handle each month. 12 times a year, medical directors receive a scorecard in the form of a spreadsheet that shows just how fast they have cleared PXDX cases. Dopke, the doctor who turned down Van Ter Hayden, rejected 121,000 claims in the first two months of 2002, according to the scorecard. Wow. I mean, that's just a total violation of the Hippocratic Oath. She should get her MD taken away from her. This is absolutely deplorable, pathetic. And I can't believe, like, I just can't believe this happens. It's crazy. Harrigan, the former C Cigna executive, said that although he was not involved in developing PXDX, he can understand the economics behind it. Put yourself in the shoes of the insurer, Harrigan said. Why not just deny them all and see which ones come back on appeal? From a cost perspective, it makes sense. Cigna knows that many patients will pay such bills rather than deal with the hassle of appealing a rejection. Insurers are very good at knowing when they can deny a claim and patients will grumble but still write a check, Harrigan said. Muni and other former Cigna executives emphasized that the PDX system does not leave room for the patient and their doctor to appeal, does, sorry, does leave room for the patient and their doctor to appeal a medical director's decision to deny a claim. But Cigna does not expect many appeals. In one corporate document, Cigna estimated that only 5% of people 
would appeal a denial resulting from a PXDX review. So basically their strategy is deny every claim. Let's just, just deny them all because only, and that's gonna save us so much money because only 5% of people will take the time to submit an appeal. And let me tell you, when you submit an appeal, you get denied, your appeal gets denied. Then you have to elevate that appeal or have some outside agency review the appeal. The whole thing takes like months and months and months and months and months and this hours and hours and hours and hours of just bureaucratic navigation and time and they just wear you down. And they know that 95% of us are just not gonna have the fortitude to go through the, all those bureaucratic hurdles. Um, so you know, it behooves them to just deny, deny, deny. 95% of the time, they just get to keep that money. And the other 5% of the time, you know, of those 5% of claims that are appealed, I bet you only like 0.1% actually ever get their claim paid for. It's craziness. All right, so let's go back to our main character here. Still, Vanter Hayden kept pushing his appeal with Cigna in a process that grew more baffling. First, a different Cigna doctor reviewed the case and stood by the original denial. The blood test was unnecessary, Cigna insisted, because Vanter Hayden had never been found to lack sufficient vitamin D. Yeah, no shit. He was never tested for vitamin D deficiency before. So when they tested him, they found out that he was deficient. How can they diagnose vitamin D deficiency without actually performing the blood test? Anyways, records did not show you had a previously documented vitamin D deficiency, stated a denial letter issued by Cigna in April. How was Van Hayden supposed to document a vitamin D deficiency without a test? The letter was signed by a Cigna medical director named Barry Brenner. Brenner did not respond to requests for comment. Yeah, no shit. He doesn't give a shit. Ter Hayden took Cigna's rejection to an external review by an independent reviewer. In late June, seven months after the blood test, an outside doctor not working for Cigna reviewed Vanter Hayden's medical record and determined the test was justified. Of course it was justified. Cigna eventually paid Vanter Hayden's bill. It took this guy seven months to get his bill paid. Vanter Hayden had known nothing about the vagaries of the PXDX denial system before he received the $350 bill. But he did sense that very few patients pushed as hard as he had done in his appeals. As a physician, Vanter Hayden said he's dumbfounded by the company's policies. It's not good medicine. It's not caring for patients. You end up asking yourself, why would they do this if their ultimate goal is to care for the patient, he said. Well, obviously, their ultimate goal is not to care for their patient. Their ultimate goal and the ultimate goal of every private health insurance, Cigna, United, Aetna, all of them, their primary goal and their only goal is to maximize their profits and they do that off the backs of you as a patient and off me as the doctor these are horrible institutions it's criminal what they do and it's up to us as patients and doctors to be vocal about it and expose this bullshit this is absolutely criminal immoral deplorable it is just really this behavior is just the worst you'll see from any big corporation. And it's crazy that our legislators, our government are in bed with these criminal institutions. It's up to us as patients and doctors to speak up about this, expose cases like this. You should be vocal on your social media platforms, make TikToks, Instagram posts, Facebook posts, YouTube videos. It's time for all of us to be vocal and expose these bastards. So. With that, I hope you all have a wonderful, restful weekend. Happy holidays for those who are celebrating, and I'll see you next week. Let's get it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The full video for this podcast can be found on either YouTube 
or Facebook. Let's get it.